Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. It is drive time with Elliot Danker, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Time now for China Perspective. Headlines out of China. Well, from the outcome of the China and U.S. meeting in Germany to one of China's most high profile billionaire bankers, Bao Fan, reportedly missing. Well, let's hear an analysis now from Dr. Oe Sun, senior fellow at Singapore Institute of International Affairs, joining us now on the line. Dr. Oh, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Nice to talk to all of you again. All right, Doctor. Let's uh, get into the situation between the U.S. and China. They are, of course, looking to patch things up. What do you think is happening after their meeting in Germany? Well, it's all about the balloon nowadays. <laughs> yeah. isn't it? The Chinese balloons, which floated over the continental United States, I think that dominated the so-called sideline between the U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and the Chinese, shall we say, foreign policy bar Wang Yi. And of course, uh, again, each side would hold on to the allegations. The U.S. would say you know, it's a violation of its sovereignty. The Chinese side would say, well, it's just you know, an out-of-control balloon right. blowing into you know, your country and so on. And, uh, well, I think that took up a substantial amount of their discussions. Other than that, of course, it's uh, also the U.S. contention that China may be supplying more than non-lethal substances or resources to uh, Russia in the Ukraine conflict uh, yeah. Let me get your Asian perspective on this, Dr. O, because we've heard the Western perspective earlier this week about the balloon, or last week rather, about the balloon. Let's just say it is a spying balloon. We don't know for sure, right? But it is, of course, well known that, you know, the United States is also spying over everyone else, right? And why is that sort of okay? But why is a Chinese balloon not okay? Well, usually it's about whether you get caught or not. <laughs> if you don't get caught, uh, then you could do pretty much whatever you want. You know, you could spy on other countries with a satellite and so on. Mm-hmm. They probably couldn't shoot it down. But, well, if there's an asset or sorry, a surveillance asset by one country going to another country and it's uh, shut down and so on, then indeed you would have a point of contention between the two countries. Dr. Oh, let's move on to talk about U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken saying that Chinese companies were already providing non-lethal support to Russia. By the way, China's top diplomat Wang Yi will be visiting Russia this week. Biden is in Ukraine. I think there were some uh, photos of him posted on Instagram. Wow, uh, this is quite the accusation. What does the U.S. know so far? What sort of support you know, China could send to, to Russia in this particular issue? Well, the, the U.S. did not disclose uh, what the intelligence uh, sources leading to such a conclusion. But I think the U.S. side is saying China has sort of creeping upward movements in terms of uh, <laughs> supplying a range of resources, ranging from the non-lethal one to so-called increasingly lethal ones. I would, yeah. I would imagine that would imply bullet, but no, the, the U.S. side did not explicitly say so. Yeah, we are still looking for all these details. Can China not accuse the other side, the Western side and NATO side, of also doing the same thing in this conflict? True. The NATO side led by the U.S. is explicitly uh, doing so. But if the Chinese side is doing so, I mean, 
in favor of the Russian side, mm -hmm. then that would bring China and U.S. into direct confrontation. And that, let's see what would what that would lead to. Yeah. Mm, you say, I say, don't anyhow say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor, what of uh, China's most high-profile billionaire banker, Smao Fan, is the chief executive of China uh, Renaissance Holdings. Apparently, the company has reported that he has gone missing. Now, it kind of starts to remind you of that Jack Ma situation back in late 2020. What do we know so far about this? Is it causing a bit of a chill across the tech sector in China? I thought they were done with their, check, their tech uh, crackdown. Well, indeed, almost everybody in tech-related sectors in China and beyond are all asking about where in the world is indeed uh, Bao Fan, right? And, well, I wouldn't say he's exactly diminishing into thin air, but there are various speculations. For example, was he detained by the Chinese authorities, for example? Did he choose a uh, Jack Ma route, namely sort of ease out into some other countries? Mm. Uh, but nobody is for sure. But, well, China Renaissance stock values uh, has been uh, depreciating as a result. Yeah. 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 Is there any reason to be concerned that Bao Fan is, well, hasn't been seen in a long time? Because I remember with Jack Ma, we, we at least all knew that he was a little bit outspoken, right? Yeah. The Chinese authorities are, in a sense, cracking down on the high-tech sectors, uh, it, it, not in the sense of uh, really, you know, trying to uh, stem out all this uh, high technology, mm -hmm. but trying to uh, sort of limit the money-making aspect of it. Uh, because, of course, as with all these high-tech sectors, sometimes you will see people speculating, right, and mm -hmm. making a lot of money out of it. And I think the Chinese authorities are very anxious to stem out this sort of what in their mind will be excessively speculating uh, perspectives. Yeah. Mm. Dr. O, our Minister for Foreign Affairs, Vivian Balakrishnan, is on an official visit to Beijing. Uh, this is at the invitation of his Chinese counterpart, Ching Gan, till today, actually. Uh, what is the agenda here? Well, I think mainly it's a courtesy call because uh, Ching Gang, of course, uh, is the new orchestra and China and Singapore, shall we say, have a very special relationship mm. and it is customary for the foreign ministers uh, to get to know each other at the beginning of their respective uh, terms. But of course, it is also perhaps high time to uh, sort of revisit some of these cooperative projects in Singapore and China, in Suzhou, in Tianjin and beyond, uh, whether you know, these projects could be brought to higher grounds and then could be some other projects or collaborations. Mm -hmm. Because the two countries are very pragmatic ones. Mm -hmm. They will set up a lot of these uh, joint ventures and so on. Who knows, maybe another of these joint ventures could be uh, forged here. Yeah. So it's more like uh, revisiting business as usual kind of thing. We're both open for business now and it's uh, time to resume. Oh, yeah, because I think everybody in the region, including Singapore, is very anxious to see to what extent Chinese economy rebounds and thereby hopefully we could catch on to their cocktail as well mm -hmm. and, you know, hopefully reviving our own economies here. All right, we've been speaking with Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, appreciate your time as always. Take care and have a great Tuesday evening. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.